Oh, I, I, I also have like a major baby brain. Baby brain's a real thing. I just forget like <laughs> names and times. And I think it's like short-term memory loss. It's yeah. almost like mm-hmm. your body goes, you're trying to do too many things. I'm just yeah. going to take away the non-essential things. No, it's the real thing. Doesn't, and I hate to say this, doesn't your brain shrink when you're pregnant? <laughs> like I would <laughs> Maker and Creator, the podcast about creativity and culture and how it affects us. My name is Jai Smith and I'm back in a real room with Alex Adams. How are you? Yes, I can see you. I can touch you I appropriately. Um, Yay! Appropriately. <laughs> I, I, we have done a couple of episodes over Zoom. They just aren't the same. You like, hated this, them. You I didn't like, yeah. Not the people that we interviewed. We no, loved you, good. but you didn't like yeah. the quality. <laughs> and I feel like I wasted those chances, but like... I don't know. You're being hard on yourself. I think they were okay. I think they were. You're a perfectionist. Today... This is, we're, today we're doing two things. We're trying our first live stream because I'm like somebody. A few people have asked me about this, so I don't know if they can hear us. I don't know if this will make any sense, but I'm just kind of <laughs> curious to see. You know, is this interesting to people? Um, but we also have a guest who I promised to get on the show six months ago before you know the world <laughs> nearly ended. Uh, Teresa Winters, who is the dean of the Awesome Sydney Foundation, um, or the Awesome Foundation Sydney. God, I've really go. got to start there saying that correctly, don't I? Uh, who very kindly brought me and a bunch of other people on as trustees, and I'll let her explain it. But Awesome Foundation Sydney is an organisation that microfunds uh, projects to make Sydney more awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the the um, the criteria of which is fairly fluid, and that's a really important part as we talk about creativity and innovation and kind of social enterprise, mm-hmm. because it has to be in order to have creativity you have to have very few guidelines you have to let things breathe doesn't mean you can just give a thousand bucks to everyone but from the members who donate their hundred dollars a month it all goes into a grant and Teresa herds many cats once a month <laughs> yeah. to come together to pick um, some winning entries so welcome Teresa to the pod thanks okay. for having me this was one of my 2020 goals was to be on a podcast so oh, thanks for making really? my dreams come true at least something's working out in 2020 <laughs> exactly <laughs> So tell us about Awesome Foundation. Yeah, well, I'm in the lucky position of having gone to one of the Awesome Summits, the Awesome Foundation Summit in Chicago last year. So I know that's where I kind of like learned all the history about it. So it started in 2009 in Boston. This guy named Jesse, who's still involved with the Boston chapter and had come along. And it just organically spread all over the world. So here in Australia, we have six chapters, very random places. Like you would think it would be all the major capitals. Not at all. It's in Lake Macquarie and the Flurio Peninsula, but not in Perth or Brisbane. Wow. So, but yeah. yeah I mean, Perth and Brisbane. Speak. There we go. Say there enough. we go. Speak for yourself. Um, not to say that it won't be there at some point, <laughs> but I don't know how people come across it, but then somebody gets enough gumption to start a chapter. Mm. So when I was there for the international one, um, people from 
um, was it Azerbaijan, I think, mm-hmm. uh, Brazil, Florida, you know, really, really diverse. <laughs> really, yeah, they're, they're really different yeah. <laughs> So like Jai explained, it's a, it's micro giving. So for people who don't know what micro giving is, um, anything from, um, giving a $25, uh, little donation, which you do through platforms like Kiva. So that's micro giving to awesome. It's always been a thousand dollars or the equivalent in the local currency. So the UK chapters, some of them give like 500 pounds. <laughs> it doesn't quite have the same ring to it, yeah, it but <laughs> you know, the exchange rate. Yeah. Okay. Especially like $678. <laughs> yeah. The US exchange. <laughs> there you it's a thousand US dollars, right? Yes. Ish. Oh, wow. Ish. That's great. How did Jesse come up with it in Boston? That I'm not sure. Well, okay. The, the ultimate impetus I think came about with realizing how hard grants are, how yeah, hard yeah. and annoying and obnoxious it is. You, you fill out this 20 page form and have to type essays. So that's one of the, the wonderful things about awesome foundation is it's so streamlined. I think there's five questions, wow. including, do you want to be on our email list? <laughs> like, that's one of the questions. So it's like, what's your idea? Uh, how are you going to use the money and how will this make Sydney more awesome? And then once a month we get together and we read through all of the applications and, you know, sometimes we get in quite passionate discussions about them. Um, And sometimes like the one we had this week, unanimous vote. So sometimes there's just one that's like, oh yeah. What was it this week? Do they know yet? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, that's the other, that's the other fun. So each chapter is totally autonomous and runs it and however they want to do it. So how we do it here in Sydney is we actually call the person. We vote yeah. and we call them. And it's usually by that point, like 8.30, sometimes 9 p.m. They do not pick up their phones. <laughs> we have to then text them and we take turns. You were cute when you gave the grant to that old timer a uh, couple yeah. months ago. <laughs> the old uh, yeah. So we get them on speakerphone yeah. and we announce to them and oh, everybody cheers. Cute. So this week uh, on Monday, we gave out a, a grant to an organization called One Meal It Makes a Difference. So they're really involved in Green Park. They serve um, homeless and marginalized people. Um, They serve them food Mm -hmm. in Green Park, I think every week, maybe multiple times a week. Uh, So it's mostly like, you know, Surrey Hills, Darlinghurst areas. So she had applied a couple months ago and didn't get the grant, kind of tweaked it, reapplied. And we gave $1,000 to buy 12 sleeping bags for Mm. rough sleepers. So they're all going to have hooded sleeping bags to help them get through the winter. And then just because I think they just, when they added it up, they realized they didn't have enough money for another sleeping bag, but they did have enough money. There's one elderly gentleman who lives in um, public housing. Doesn't He only has like a tiny cooktop um, to give him a microwave so that he can um, take home all the frozen healthy meals, wow. um, which is just so cute. Yeah. And what the, an awesome thing to be a part of. Like, I feel so great just knowing you and that you did something awesome like that. <laughs> and the, the big hook is if $1,000 can make such a big impact mm. on, a, on a, it doesn't always, it's not always like social impact. Yeah. It's not always community based, but those are the cases that you really see. It makes such a huge difference to other people's lives where $1,000, which mm. look to anyone who runs, you know, and 
any kind of agency advertising mm. marketing business, mm. you kind of don't even blink. It's like, oh, yeah, it's an extra thousand bucks to do X. But for these organizations, it not only transforms them, but the people that they help. Or also like startups. Do you get a lot of people who have an idea and they just need a start or I mean, is it more established businesses? Yes and no. Like every now and then I'll post in the Sydney Startups Group and I kind of have quit doing it because we just end up getting a lot of people who want us to fund their app. Oh, okay. So, and and we do, we don't have rules. We have more guidelines, but like mm. we're, we're not going to fund someone's website. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just yeah. not something we're into. Like I think a really big part of it is startups exist already and a yeah. $1,000 probably won't and probably shouldn't transform what they're yeah. doing. Mm. Like it, if, if your $1,000 grant is the way you're going to transform your startup, you're probably not doing something right. But generally what happens with most of the startups who apply is we're one of 10 grants they've applied for and they're getting funding from, you know, 20 different sources yeah. and, they, you know, 20K worth of capital to kick off. Have you ever had anyone who's not in an established business who's like, hey, I've just got this really cool idea to do something awesome and oh, this uh, is what I want to do absolutely. and it's just a one-time thing? Yeah, no, that's that's the majority no. of our grants. More examples, more examples. What yeah. else? I love hearing these. No. Um, so we have... Um, we well, actually one of one of my favorite grants was um, this guy, um, I think probably in his fifties or sixties, um, disabled, so can't work, and he had been borrowing some musical equipment from a mate that he had to give back. So he wanted a thousand dollars to buy um, an amp, a little carrier for it, I think some other musical equipment so that he could go and perform live music at old people's homes. Oh, yeah. It was really amazing. I love that. That's so, so cool. And that's just someone. And, it, and the other, the other nice thing is like this would fall through the cracks, right? So this yeah. guy, even if he knew where to apply for a grant and I know the city of Sydney gives out tons of them, but it's not big enough for no. them to want to fund. Mm. Like they're not going to buy a guy an amp. Yeah. Right. They're going to be like, no, this isn't a project. But that's where the Awesome Foundation can come in because we fund those little tiny things. It's pretty cool. Yeah. That's super cool. And I think what a you know, it's it's a pitch to a committee of people who all work in really different fields. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a really good way to democratize ideas. So like there's lots of great ideas out there. So how do you kind of find the ones that no one's looking at, but it's kind of evaluated not by their peers all the time. So if you work in F&B, F&B people are always telling you what's good and what's not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so how many people are in the Sydney chapter that you're part of? So we have 10 trustees each giving $100 of their own money okay. every month. Uh, the dean, myself, and then we have people who are called ambassadors. So... Um, they fill in if a trustee can't come to the meeting right now because of COVID. Some of them have very generously like helped cover any shortfall from other people's income being affected. And they're kind of like next in line if a trustee steps down. Um, generally trustees, like we, we have one um, girl. Hi, Claudia. Um, she's, <laughs> she's, she's been part of it for so long for years and years and years. And she and another, um, trustee are always kind of fighting over who, who's been part of awesome longer. Um, cause she took a break for a few months. So, you know, who's to oh, say, really? but our former Dean, um, Doug, he had been doing it for like seven years. So which Doug, Doug Millen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, and the kind of people who, our trustees, like what Jai was saying, they are quite diverse. We do mm. look for diversity as well. So, and I don't think you know this, but there was a guy who applied. You weren't in that meeting, but we decided he was too similar to you. Oh, great. Some dickhead. And we're like, 
<laughs> like we already have. <laughs> We've got a giant. A giant. Need another one. Oh. So we try really hard um, to make sure that we were not just well. I, from what I've heard, the beginning of Awesome Foundation in Sydney, it was it was a bunch of white tech dudes, okay, like straight cisgendered tech guys, and. Over the years, I think we're actually more women than men at this point. Mm. Um, and we have people from mid-20s to their 60s. Um, like at one point, we did want to you know, really diversify. So we deliberately um, invited a, a middle-aged cisgendered man to come on board, a straight guy, because we didn't have enough, <laughs> we didn't have enough of that at the time. So, you know, we're, we're always um, not... It's not like we have quotas for who we want to be part of Awesome Nation, but it is something that it's just really neat. We have people who work, yeah, in like Aboriginal sector and people who are lawyers and. But you can only have 10, is that right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the maths and stuff. So then, yeah, what's so the criteria to find those people is quite broad then, right? Yeah. What, and diversify. What is it do you think connects all of us? I can say us for you. Like, what, what's what's that one thing you're looking for? Well, that's that's the one of so the, the people who yeah, are the, board the trustees. Members. The board trustees. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, it. I think it's we're we're do gooders without being do gooders. <laughs> so we're not goody two shoes people. I mean, some of the the comments that we make um, at the you meeting. Can, yeah, you could never record. Something. Yeah, yeah. So we we can be quite edgy. Um, so we're helping the world, but not in a goody two shoes way. Mm. So that that's what I'm drawn to. Like, I don't feel like okay. I love charity. I donate to charity, but it's not a charity. It's for it's yeah. It's charity for people who don't like charity. I guess. And I think it could also be around things that are cool, not necessarily things that are charity-driven. So Mm -hmm. you just had an idea like, look, if Vivid was an idea that started in someone's backyard, say let's just light it the night up to make, (laughs) you know, a a dark street in Darlinghurst look cooler. Just for, you know, four nights, sorry, four weekends, four nights, you know, to to – Mm-hmm. Just to bring life back into it, that yeah. would be enough. Okay. Well, and you and I fought hard for the <laughs> yeah. D- DIY Vivid, which was um, put on online, trying to get everyone to light light up. Yeah. And Jai and I, I do think you and I are similar in that we always want to fund like the arts stuff uh-huh. and like a little bit more of the wild kind of wacky stuff. Tell them about them, the audience, <laughs> our huge listeners, um, about the um, the boat party. Oh, now you're testing me live and I'm gonna say so the last one that I got to ring, he was an older man. So wait, were you a were you a blow in? Did you get to go and no, be no, on the I'm panel? On, I'm on the trustees. You're, oh, you're on the yeah, trustees? Yeah, 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 yeah. You made the top ten? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's so <laughs> yeah. cool. So, so how long have I you been my, on there? Um February? I think yeah, like just pre-COVID. Oh yeah, yeah. You had like one meeting and we're in person. And <laughs> oh, I was that's really excited. Awesome. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be like a wine-driven night, and you know, it'd be really cool. Um, so the it was an it was an older guy. He'd worked in maritime his whole life. Yeah. Um, he I can't remember why he wanted the party anymore. It was for the volunteers. So it was for oh. all these like old boats that they restore <laughs> that, yeah. over in Darling Harbor. Yeah, I like think. one of the bays. Yeah. And so, and you know, okay, please. So it was for the uh, Maritime Association, and basically, the types of people who volunteer for the Maritime Association to give tours, look after the boats, Mm -hmm. and I think sometimes they even ferry them around. 
they'd lost access. They, for whatever reason, they couldn't do their one of their parties, one of their volunteers. They'd never given back to them. So it was around uh, providing funds so that all these volunteers have been keeping like this really historical and heritage part of Sydney alive. Literally a party. Aww. So they could actually give back and say thank you sort of thing. So right. they're going to get a big sheet and hang it on the side of the boat and project Titanic. Oh my and, oh, then, right. and then feed everyone a big sausage sizzle. Yeah. And, uh, and all the trustees are invited, of course. Um, so it was just... It's just fun to know that we're funding like this really random party where they're projecting Did he a get movie. It? Yeah, yes. we, yeah, oh, we gave it to yeah. him. Gave it to him. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's great. So, you know, the and second it, they can do it after COVID, yeah. we'll uh, get it going. And That's it's like a thousand bucks, no questions. Send us the photos. Invite us. Yeah. yeah. That would be nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's not a lot of other follow-up. So. No, and, and that is one of the main things. There is no strings attached. Yeah. I am literally transferring the money to their bank account and eh, like they could use it and go on holiday. Of, of course they never do. I yeah. think in the history of Awesome Venetian, it's happened like one time. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> it. Sometimes they don't always use the money for exactly what, what they thought they would initially. Yeah. So. Well, you'll love this. This was my first grant was um, beekeeping. <laughs> oh, nice. Inner West Beekeeping Association. Oh, they cool. wanted to buy some bee suits. Yeah. And so we, we do occasionally follow up. Like at the end of the year, we'll say, you know, how did how did you use the grant? And so I called the guy um, and it turned out that they they were saving some of the money because they were going to move all the bees and make a little bee hut or some, some, <laughs> so something. So it was still bee related. It was bee okay. related. It's okay. exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Got some EpiPens. This, that is, was, uh, <laughs> this is great. What has it taught you about how people, you know, what what has it shown you about the culture of Sydney? So I lived in Melbourne for six years. Yeah. And uh, they have <laughs> no, trams. I, yeah. I think I think you'll find they have trams. I can't just big up Melbourne here. Yeah. So when I told all my Melbourne friends I was moving to Sydney, they, you know. Yeah. They, they said like, yuck. Yeah. Yeah. One of them still has not come to visit me. I'm like, come on. Well, they actually so, can't right now. Yeah. So True. Yeah, they should stay there. Yeah. Yeah. So I really, because I hadn't lived in Sydney and only visited, I thought that Sydney didn't have that same kind of underground, mm. cool culture. It absolutely does. It's just that it's not trumpeted to the skies. Mm. So Melbourne's sole focus is like, look at all the weird stuff we have. <laughs> Sydney has the weird stuff. So and I'm always telling people this, like, you know, again, pre in the in the before times, like I could I could go to a live storytelling night and then around the corner go sing sea shanties in yes. a bar till eleven PM on a Monday night. Have you done that at Spawn oh, Bar? Yeah. Uh, at the dock. At oh, the, dock. the dock, yeah. Yes. And my Red friend Tam goes there. She, oh, you yes. have interviewed Tam from yeah, Underground yeah, Sound. Yeah. She, she loves it. it. Oh, wait. Oh, sorry. This is at um, Melbourne. No, this is no, here in Sydney. Oh, oh. In Redfern, right? Exactly. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And it seems like such a Melbourne thing, right? Storytelling night, sea shanties. Well, mm. it's here in Sydney. You just have to find it. You just have to seek it out. So there is all this kind of interesting underground, you know, we see all these applications from artists and creators and graffiti artists and while we can't fund it all it's still coming across our radar yeah. and it's showing that there is that stuff bubbling along it's still happening it's just not that people are like making it the main focus but you really have your finger on the pulse i mean you've got aside from being the dean of the awesome foundation you also have the plus ones which is where we've met before so like a what's on publication mm -hmm. of all the cool things to do in sydney so you're already yeah. seeing it from that side of things plus you're then seeing these new emerging ideas come through so you're kind of 
immersed it's in really like invigorating awesome stuff yeah <laughs> like we're always on hey um <laughs> what, I, I don't know about you but i i'm like bouncing at the end of our meetings yeah like vibrating with the excitement and like as we've discussed know. i'm a morning person so by the time <laughs> like 6 30 rolls around i'm done but by the time i leave it yeah like you're buzzing with it wow with with almost like optimism, mm-hmm. like, and I lose a lot of optimism through the week. You know, <laughs> like, um, but it, it gives you kind of like this weird sense of hope again. And mm-hmm. they're like, people are doing cool stuff. Well, and some of these people, it's the first grant that they've ever received in their entire lives. So uh, one of uh, my friends ended up getting it one month um, for a, the first ever um, web series done um, featuring Asian Australian women. So written, directed, wow. starred in by her and her friend. It's called Chica's. Check it out. And when we called her, it was like that was the first ever grant that she wow. had gotten. Yeah. You know, because people are fighting for these these huge grants that are really hard yeah. to get. Yeah. And this is really easy to get. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wait a second. Yeah, wait, yeah, wait. <laughs> we do have criteria. Yeah. So look, like sometimes easy in comparison to all yeah, the other grants completely. that are out and, there. And to be honest, Which sometimes I agree. Like even even just a couple I've filled out recently during COVID, and they take like you said twenty pages, yeah. and it will take me multiple hours. And then I haven't even heard back from some of them. Yes, like what I just spent like my day doing that. Yeah. So well, and we email everyone afterwards, and a lot of times if they were shortlisted we will give them feedback yeah. or if wow, we have a good. suggestion of where else they should be applying instead, or if one of our trustees wants to meet with them, like Jai reached out to someone who's applied a couple of times, not the right fit for our grant, yeah. but she might be on your podcast someday. Who yep. knows? Yep. Yeah. I think she will be a definite contender. Yeah. So that's the other kind of cool thing I think for people is, you know, the, the door isn't necessarily always closed. Yeah. So the, the grant that we gave out on Monday, it, she had applied a couple months ago and I had actually come across her group through Darlow Darlings, which oh. is a fabulous neighborhood group for people in the 2010 postcode. So you can <laughs> live, work and play. Yeah, there yeah. you go. You Ooh. need to join this. So it's run by this amazing guy, Mikey Galvin. It's like one of the happiest community groups on the internet. And they post a lot about this group. So sometimes we will, you know, tell people about the Awesome Foundation because I don't, I want to get to the point in Sydney where I say I'm part of the Awesome Foundation. People are like, oh, cool. Like, I still feel like we're, even though we've been around for, I don't know, half a decade or more, um, people still don't know about us. What was that latest grant you were saying about the Dalu Darlings? What was that Oh, well, I came across the the grant that we gave out on Monday through the Darlow Darlings group Uh and then emailed her and said, Hey, you know, this could be something. And what was that one? That was, this was the, sorry, we've talked about so many. Um, this was the, um, helping the marginalized community. Oh yeah. 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 Great. So. so would there be any, you know, what would be your advice to people who think that they've got an idea or they work, they think they've got something awesome? Mm-hmm. Um, what would, what do they do? They just go on the awesome website yes. and awesomefoundation.org. And, and exactly. And it's all over the world. So if you have friends in Brazil, they, that, Pakistan just started. <laughs> I just wrote one of my uh, Pakistani friends to tell, tell your mates or start your own chapter. So one of my favorite, um, one of my favorite chapters, one of the guys that I met, he's Canadian. He's in Nova Scotia Mm -hmm. in a town of 10,000 people and a thousand of them are on the email list. (sighs) Really? Yeah. And 
they have so many chapters in Nova Scotia for some reason. Uh, Do yeah. you think there's something interesting with that? Like, I guess with 10,000 people, it almost would be a, I don't want to say a bigger deal, but better known. Yes, it's and in like, the newspaper all the time. Well, that's what I was just thinking, like, again, brainstorming on this, like, we should talk about more about who we're granting. Like, everyone's going to kind of run that. Like, Awesome Sydney's, you know, supports... Do you, you put know, it on your social media or we something? We do, but what we should just, probably do is, you know, send a little press release mm, or a little a interview or something. Mm. Like, have you, yeah. do you interview them on your website? No. That'd be a cool That'd one. Like, cool. here are 10 yeah. questions that we interview them about what yeah. the grant help. I'd yeah. love to read. I want to know about all the different ones that you've done over the exactly. years. Exactly. And we do, we keep tabs on some of them. So if they are doing something, then they let us know. Yeah. And then we'll post about it. So once they're, once they've gotten a grant, they're like part of of the awesome family forever so well why don't because you can't hang out on your internet yeah. yeah every time somebody looks at my internet i'm like don't open it let me open it i don't know what i was looking at last you just your porn sites <laughs> up or yeah. well funny story it might not just be baking recipes <laughs> it's just kind of embarrassing it was called combank <laughs> oh was it yeah <laughs> okay, let me have a look because they are written up there aren't they i thought i saw a fraudulent, fraudulent transaction but it was not it was like oh no i subscribed to that the awesome sydney stuff they're on the recent grants are up there aren't they yeah on the yeah. website yeah so let's see we'll tell you so it was the keep oh is that yeah tell me the last couple i'm just trying to oh so the last one which we meant, mentioned was the organization called one meal is one meal it makes a difference yeah that sounds and that great. was keep yep. roughing rough sleepers warm um then the one before that oh quicksand that was a cool one yes. what was quicksand? so quicksand was um they're basically reinventing the hand dispenser to be so basically, you know, hands sanitizer. Sanitizer. Yeah. hand dispensers, <laughs> yes. hands come out of yes. them. Um, so basically, they run out and then they become useless and nobody knows for ages. So they're built, they're making hand sanitizers smart. So they tell like a central node that they're running low or empty so that people can come around and refill them huh. automatically. And it helps the environment. And it's a group of students from UNSW, oh. from this student group called Enactus. That's great. I love that. Here it is. Refloat the Titanic volunteer party. Aww. And as soon as I heard that, I'm like, yes, that's done. Um, <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. Well, that was the one I got to call for. And like, so when we're, when we're voting for them, we kind of repitch them back to the group to then mm-hmm. get people to vote. Yeah. So I like put every ounce of effort <sighs> I had into it, like, like 30 minutes. And what was his reaction when you called him? Oh, he was great. He was great. Like yeah. he, he was an older guy. Like he wasn't jumping up and down, yeah. but you could just tell he was like really touched by it. Yeah. Um, and it's it was just really nice to be able to do that. Um, face shields for medical staff that was very yeah, topical. So that was right at the start of COVID. So that was um, what what is the uh, reverse garbage? So they had been contacted by a hospital to make these face shields for hospital staff, and they needed to buy supplies and materials. Wow. And um, yeah, I should actually get in touch and say how many did you actually end up mm. making with our grant? Yeah, it'd be really interesting to find out. Then there was Lego for Life, which was about mm. giving these kids in a very rural school access to like real Lego so mm. that they could storm things. Now I am doing yeah, it pretty much. My head. No, and I think that one was really neat because the that was the principle of a school, and the the different trustees all bring their own knowledge. So they were like, oh, it's kind of a big deal if it's like the supervisor from the school is trying to get grant money. You can kind of tell that the school isn't getting it from other places. So giving these Legos would allow groups of students to use them like at um, lunchtime to have like quiet time, 
to build friendships with each other, to moderate their behavior. So they would they would take kids who maybe had some other issues yeah. and kind of put them together so they can make and construct stuff. And when I did speak to them on the phone um, uh, to help get the, the grant sorted and they have invited us to come in um, and play Legos with the kids. Oh. So, yeah. There is a big thing around um, getting out of your head with your hands. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you're doing something. Yeah. Like recently there was a cool little business. Who should we speak to? But I think they're, oh, yeah, the best in Sydney called Crocked. And they launched their business at the right time where they basically do these DIY at-home clay pottery yeah. making. Yeah. Yes. Cute. <laughs> and um, yeah. I was like, wow, that's so clever. And I remember Charlie and I did it one night. We made a little date night out of it. We made these pottery things. And, <laughs> and we just, you know, like our minds were free. I didn't have a care yeah. in the world because all I was concentrating on is like, oh, really, you know, mm-hmm. the molding of the clay. So I can see how. <laughs> People love the, using their hands. Yeah, yeah. I can see how the Lego would kind of. You know, almost yeah. like a form of meditation, really. I teach um, hair braiding workshops. Wow. And that's one of the. I had my hair braided. Of course you do. You do like yeah. so many different, yeah. unusual I like, things. I like love to, it. I like to give it different, but that's fun for people because it can be quite meditative as well. Yeah. Just moving, you're kind of weaving. Um, but I want to tell you guys about my favorite ever grant, yes. which is not one that we did in Sydney. It's one that I learned about when I was at the the summit. So this is one of the first grants that they give out, I think, either in Boston or Washington, D.C. So they needed $1,000 to buy a hat, a leather jacket, a whip, and then they made a huge paper mache boulder. Yes. And they let people dress up as Indiana Jones no as they played the way. Indiana Jones theme music and then rolled the boulder down That's an alleyway. Awesome. Are you serious? That's yes. so fucking good. And I want someone to do it here. Like Sydney's very hilly. We can make this happen. <laughs> Alex. Yeah. Uh, if I, I get big enough, I could be the boulder. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. And you could do that for a thousand bucks easily. That's fine. Please tell me there's a photo or something around it. Oh, yeah. I think it even, I think there's like newspaper articles All right. about That's it. That's amazing. So, that would bring so much joy to people. Yeah. Oh. So final question from me and then I'll hand over you. Mm. You clearly do a lot of things in your life. You're involved in a lot of the community groups. You're, you know, making and creating. I think Mm. you very much epitomize kind of, you know, where this podcast started for Alex and I. What is it that inspires you to be so creative and involved in the community? Oh, my gosh. No one's ever asked me that before. Um, hmm. Well, I I don't like being bored. Mm Mm-hmm. And I like to plan things. Mm -hmm. So when I have a cool project to do or I'm teaching a class, um, I have something to look forward to. And just bringing back to Awesome Foundation, I always look forward to the monthly meetings, you know? So it's giving me that structure in my life. Wow. That that is not the answer I was expecting. Not in a bad way. I've never thought about creativity grounding you. Mm. But I guess mm. that's what we talk around a lot. Yeah. I think final question for me would be, you, you know, you just what you discuss comes so naturally to you. Mm. And having known you over the years mm. and always bumping into each other at events <laughs> yeah. and you've always, you know, you just have so many different circles and everyone seems to know you. And although you haven't been in Sydney as long, <laughs> it's like, how do you know all these people? And you're clearly, <laughs> clearly a connector and mm. also clearly a creative that comes really naturally to you, but mm-hmm. it doesn't come naturally to other people. Is there any advice that you could give to people who perhaps it does 
and comers naturally of like ways they could, um, you know, exert a little bit more creativity or step out of their comfort zone and put themselves in a more creative environment? Well, so for, for just day-to-day creative environments, exactly like what you were kind of talking about, go ahead and sign up for a workshop with okay. your friends that you already have and go do something that is creative. Like go to a candle making class or go to a pottery class yeah. or go to, you know, there's plenty of the the drinking wine and painting things <laughs> around. But as far as like meeting, meeting people, um, one of my friends once described me as like, Teresa thinks that... Um, Everyone uh, in the universe is incredibly interesting and she wants to meet all of them. (laughs) So if you just, every single person on the planet has something cool about them. And if you just go in there trying to find it, then you're going to end up connecting with a lot of different people in a lot of different ways. I love that. That's really, really awesome. Hey. Hey. (laughs) You did it again. (laughs) Teresa, thank you so much for coming on and spending some time with us. Um, Thanks for coming into the real world. I feel so much better doing this. I know. I could just (laughs) tell. Just happier. Like, yeah. I I was excited too. I'm like, Mm. we were recording a podcast with real people today. So great. You know what? I'm going to say it now. What? I want to get Nathan back on. Because I thought what he was talking about was so good that I want to give him the full platform. Okay. That's my plan. Okay. I'll talk to you about it later. All right. They're cool. Sounds good. <laughs> um, <laughs> and thank you guys for listening to Maker and Creative Podcast. We're into season three. If you liked what you heard, go back and listen to season one, season two. There's so many different episodes to have a listen to. Um, and if you want to reach out to us, you can contact Jai. He's at Jai Smith and I'm Ms. Darlinghurst, MS Darlinghurst. And that's it from us. We'll be back next week. Thank Thanks, you guys. guys. Bye. Thanks, Teresa. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening. To find out more, visit yourgoodgetbetter.com to join the mailing list, Facebook group, or get in touch.